God, I love soda. I need to really start drinking more seltzer. That's good stuff. Seltzer is gross. I used to think that, and now I still kind of do, but I love carbonation so much that I'm still willing to put up with it. Because to me, I'd rather have seltzer than diet soda. Ugh. I'd rather not drink soda if that's the case. Diet soda is worse for you, man. I, I know, and also it tastes disgusting. <laughs> I don't know, man. A diet Coke once in a while ain't too bad. I The only diet soda I've ever been able to enjoy, for, some, for whatever reason, Fresca. Hmm. I didn't even know that was diet. Fresca. Yeah, Fresca. Uh, regular Fresca is diet. Mm. Okay. What, do you know what's not diet? Doom? Dr. Fucking Doom. Oh, shit. Doom is thick. <laughs> this is the lamest guy to the multiverse? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive through the panels and break through the fourth wall. Ah, sorry, I fucked that up. I'm keeping that in as well. Oh, really? oh you know what? That's fine. Cold-blooded. Right. You know hey, what? You know why I'm keeping need... all that in? No, pe- keeping pe- all that in? people need to see the process. Dictator- this is a dictatorship. Okay. There is no democracy here. Oh, okay. you sound like you run your own country. I do run my own country, little do you know. It's a small little country called Latveria. <gasps> Ooh. Apollo finally came, became the CEO of uh, Limits Guide to the Multiverse LLC. <laughs> I've been telling you guys that that's where yeah. this is going. And no, you no. Guys, you guys never believed me. Uh, first off, but we, here did, we, are. We, we didn't, and I respect your initiative, but I'm outside your jurisdiction. <laughs> so welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall to answer all of your comic book questions. Tonight's topic. You know what? Let me just shut up. Tonight's topic. Paulo, why don't you tell us? Well, that's better because the lashings would have continued until morale improved. <laughs> I do like that Doug started using his uh, either his, uh, uh, his stripper DJ voice or his radio morning zoo voice. <laughs> They're the same <laughs> thing. Over to Paulo. Oh man, what 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 if what if you're you if you're uh, the stripper announcer, but you think you're a Z morning zoo guy? <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it's the same job. You can literally do them simultaneously. <laughs> Coming to the stage, Cinnamon. <laughs> and next on the top 40, we got some more Matchbox 20. But before that, <laughs> let's listen to a crank call we did. <laughs> Ew. Soundboard. Before we before we go too off the rails, there's a reason why I am we, so... We failed already. Sorry, go I'm ahead. so passionately... Tater roll? Is that a word? No, it's not. No, it's not. You're just being a dick. The reason reason I'm running this podcast tonight is because we're going to be talking about Doctor Doom. The pre, in my opinion, the preeminent of Marvel villains. Like, I'm sorry. No, Thanos. Stop stop apologizing before you get thrown in the gulag. (laughs) (laughs) Thanos is a bitch. All right, I hate Thanos. He ain't doing shit without his Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, that's that's a truism. Yeah, it, it, you know, of course it's true because only Doom does things. Doom is great. This Galactus shows up once every like what forty years he's, he's and like, then runs away from Stretch Armstrong and, and then cowers in the face of Doom and flees. <laughs> I mean, I that big purple dude with a fork on his head is like bro, I'm hungry. As the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe is already exposed to us through the art of memes, Thanos has one key weakness. <laughs> this is asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Thanos pooping is not canon. <laughs> we he is an alien. We do not know how he processes his nutrients. 
<laughs> but do you know what we do know? That Doom, somebody that we can trust and respect, is a human being just like us. Except better because he is Doom! Yeah, I mean, he's also a doctor, so... <laughs> a doctor of what? Is Thanos a doctor? Of Doom! He's a doctor of Doom! Because, I mean, that's... that's... As, as accredited by Victor Von Doom. <laughs> No, but I mean, like, Dr. Doom, he's not a very um, well-fleshed-out character as far as mainstream goes, I feel, because the only shakes he's had is the, I think it was 1990, uh, the Fantastic Four movie that Marvel made, just so they could hold on to the rights. Oh, the, I was about to argue one? with you. I was about to argue with you that how dare you say that Doom is not fleshed out? In the movies. In the, in movies, the movies, you are correct. In the movies, he, he in has the had Western American imperialist movies. <laughs> he has he has not had a single solid depiction. I mean, let's go through them real there. quick. I mean, we we have the uh, that really cheesy Fantastic Four movie. We have the two thousand four one. Which one? They're all oh my the really God, they're cheesy all Fantastic really Four bad. Movie. Do you understand? My wife refuses. Absolutely refuses to read a Fantastic Four comic or take Doom seriously because Jessica Alba played <laughs> Susan what's Richards. Wrong with those, Susan Storm. I'm what's sorry. wrong with Jessica Alba? Those movies were those movies, or I should say, the director of those movies made her quit acting. Is that what happened? That I is th what happened, I right? Thought, I, I thought she quit acting for. Wasn't she in Machete? <laughs> What? No, she wasn't. That was Danny Trejo. I, <laughs> <laughs> I see you how sure? you can make that mistake. They're both beautiful. <laughs> but Danny Trejo is beautiful. Yeah, no, that definitely was Jessica Alba Machete. I just looked it up. <laughs> that, that should be that should be the face under Doom's helmet. Like that should be his his fucked up face. It should be <laughs> Danny Trejo. Oh, I, thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jessica Alba. I was like, how dare you? D Danny Trejo, <laughs> aka the voice of Boots the Monkey, or or is he uh, the fox? You fucking with Do Doom, Holmes? <laughs> <laughs> Doom, don't text. <laughs> no, no, but in all seriousness, Doom doesn't text. I'm sure he doesn't. Like I, honestly, the movies have done zero to actually make him any way shape or form like actually the villain that he's supposed to be the, the hero the hero to properly properly represent the glory of doom i love the fact that doom is that, that that doug today is making sure i stay on point for the fact that doom isn't a villain doom is a hero doom is everything doom is the man who's rescued latveria from this horrible baron that was overrunning the country and just just in general done really great things for the country. Uh, Doom wears a giant metal body condom and a green leot. I was but, I was going to say before, a small metal trash can with holes punched out for the eyes. Ooh. No, no. But before we we Latverians, we have only turnip and genocide. What what <laughs> now, accent is now, that? now we now we have turnip. No genocide. <laughs> None. <laughs> no genocide. Doom doesn't do genocide. So apparently, Latveria is somewhere near India, going off Doug's accent. <laughs> okay. So first off, uh, well spotted. <laughs> uh, right next to India, snug in Eastern Europe in the Carpathian Mountains, is the fictional country of Latveria. <laughs> I mean, that's so, and, and just. To kind of bring this all back to to, to actually talking about the, the history of this character. So the first time we see him is all the way back in 
July of 1962. I wasn't even born yet. Yo, none of us were born yet. So to be quite honest with you, like this character goes so far back that none of us could talk to like the, yeah. the beginnings of it as at all. As the oldest of us, haha, I can finally take advantage of that, Paulo. Uh, I can say that somebody born in that year could have drank legally in America the year I was born. So, yeah, that is way you after all of our time. You were older than me by five days. I thought you were going to say like ten minutes. No, it's one day. Paul. Oh, it is one day. What does that show you about how much I know our, birth- <laughs> our birthdays are apart? <laughs> hey, no, no. It's just I only remember because I'm like, are you kidding me? I have to be the oldest person in this podcast because of one fucking day? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I yep. do, but I am owning it and taking advantage of it one of the few times I can. If you're owning it, how much did you pay for it? Was it like on sale on Amazon or something? Do you have Prime? Oh, did it, did Ed, it come Ed, early? Ed, 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 I'm worthless. Are you <laughs> Are you just leasing it then? <laughs> I, I, I don't believe you lease garbage. I mean, I, I suppose you could. I don't know. Last time I was anywhere near a Chrysler dealership, they had cars on lease there. So, I mean... <laughs> Da, 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 we, are, da, da. we are definitely not getting sponsored. <laughs> yeah, Chrysler. I was gonna say the lamest guy to the multiverse, sponsored, not by, sponsored by, by not Yeah, not Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, it's not. We're not sponsored by any specific car company. We are specifically not. Look, I wrote them that. a letter. I asked them to send me my own personal Hellcat, and they haven't done it. So now they pay the price. First of all, Chrysler no longer owns Dodge, if I recall correctly. No, Fiat does. Dodge. Is it Fiat that's the lonesome? Whatever, this isn't a car podcast. What are you doing? This is a Dodge. <laughs> okay, so how many horses Doom got under the engine? He is metal. That's a really good question. He is metal. He is metal. He My is car metal. engine's metal. Well, you, what's funny is, okay, so... Doom's a car engine. <laughs> he looks like one. His armor, okay. What kills me is his armor is so freaking stupid looking. Right, where did he get his armor? He built it. He built his own armor. Oh, with Legos? This man, this what did he is, do? He is, a, he is a self-made man. Uh, well, he did have the help, the assistance. He was the master. But he had the assistance of Tibetan science monks. That's not a real now, thing. They, <laughs> wait, wait. So so they had they had that all fleshed out in 1962 when he was created? No. No, no they didn't. They didn't. They okay. Didn't. He, so, was, so, he was named Dr. fucking Doom. <laughs> like, I'm breaking, I'm breaking kayfabe for a second and just saying... Get with him. It was 1962. This is a bit. <laughs> now, a bit. and back in character. Continue speaking of the majesty of doom. <laughs> so, all right. They didn't even give, all right. So they didn't even give doom a proper origin story for like two fucking years. So like Stanley and Jack Kirby just decided, all right, we, ha- we need a bad guy, like a serious fucking bad guy for the Fantastic Four. And they went with a guy named Dr. Doom. <laughs> yeah, they went with a guy named Dr. Doom. They didn't get, like, he honestly had nothing. Nobody knew anything about him except that he was this fucking dude who invented time travel and trapped the Fantastic Four in the past and made them fight Blackbeard, the pirate. I thought it was silly the X-Men keep fighting Dracula. <laughs> uh, Both are silly. Yeah, you're, they're both right. really silly and not wrong. <laughs> Not yeah. wrong at all. Like okay, like a one-off with the X-Men versus Dracula. Okay, fun story. But the fact that he is a recurring villain, yeah, that's ridiculous. But yeah, I <laughs> could continue. Okay, so Doctor Doom's big feat for the time, he sends you but back to yeah, sends you back to fight Blackbeard. It kind of just sounds like he was just, you know, your typical Silver Age jobber. 
That's kind of what he was, to yeah. be honest with you. He was the villain of the week. Yeah. Or he month. Was, whatever. Yeah, they 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 wanted to build him up to be like this this badass character, but they didn't flesh him out. They didn't give him any type of like background story. They didn't know how to. The 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 medium was in his infancy. Uh, that's also true. Like you gotta remember something. Fantastic four number five came out back in July of nineteen sixty-two. Yeah. It, like it, these it, are yeah, if you're looking for groundbreaking storytelling in comic books, you're not going to find it in the 60s. No, no. But but to that point, though, um, I, I've heard the Fantastic Four referred to as Stan Lee's baby. Well, they are his baby. Like, that that's the thing. The Fantastic Four were, like, his big creation. Like, I mean, ironically enough, a lot of other big characters made their start in the Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. uh, Spider-Man, yeah, his mm -hmm. first appearance was in Fantastic Four. Number two, right? The, yeah, number two, exactly. So, like, you're talking about, like, the, this is kind of where the the ground was broken for other big characters and doom in my opinion is one of them especially when you start talking about the things that he did afterwards but oh yeah he has grown he's grown into such an important character at first he was kind of a joke like they wanted him to be like so i i, I read somewhere that the like, jack kirby actually when he designed the character he wanted him to represent like death so like the actual like th that's the reason that his mask is like so stupid looking that it looks like a skull it's because he wanted him to represent like death and whatnot mm. yeah um he's like so, this guy's gonna be a villain and yeah he, you're gonna be extra sure because look how evil his death face is <laughs> <laughs> look how evil his death face is. <laughs> we're gonna call him something evil and mean like doom, doom. dr yeah, death face, face. oh yeah, I, I don't know, Pro Professor Murder. Um, uh, that sounds like uh, Professor Henry Xavier's name. That they couldn't use. We. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. but anyway, though. Uh, so yeah, so like you're saying, Fantastic Four. It was kind of like a like. Um, how should I say it? it? It was kind of like a, a testing ground, I guess you can say almost for like kind of crazier concepts and stuff like that. And um, Doctor Doom kind of it, came from if that. By that. If by that you mean comic books from the 30s to the 70s, yes. He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but I mean, everything I've always read about the history of Fantastic Four, like that's where they really got a little experimental with things, you know? Because the Fantastic Four was fucking weird. Because yeah, they like, were the, adventurers the, and yeah. not heroes. Mm. Yeah, the science part of the Fantastic Four was supposed to be one of the weirder parts of comic books. And like I said, that's the reason why so much, like that's why they had Doom be like, they, he, he dabbled in time travel was because this is where you have the idea where you can introduce something crazy like time travel at the time because like at the time you don't have much time travel in in mainstream anything yeah yeah. Oh, that and um I, I didn't want to really cut you guys off but uh stan lee as a kid always really loved science and if it was up to him he, he would have wanted to become like a scientist he was never good at science so he's fucking terrible at it <laughs> so he just took his his love for this this thing that he wasn't good at and just wrote crazy stories oh so he philip k dicked it yeah I, I'm all right with that, man, because he gave us some of the more interesting stuff like right. back then. And and like I said, it expands like so Dr. Doom had he was supposed to be, like I said, a foil for Reed Richards. Reed Richards is supposed to be like the smartest man in the Marvel Universe. So Doom is a second to him. Right. Um, he had all these technological powers. He's the one who invented time travel in the Marvel Universe. He's the first person to actually use it in the Marvel Universe. True. Uh, his suit was was like by by it by and by what are the more technologically advanced suits for the time like this is before iron man came around so technically a precursor for iron man too nice you know what's funny is i actually had not made that connection that i forgot that doom predated iron man yeah so like the the idea of a metal suit of, of armor that gives you powers 
Yeah, he, so it, Doom it, was a year ahead of the curve, if I'm not exactly. mistaken. Iron Man was 63, correct? I believe so. I don't remember the exact date. You'd have to go back and listen to our Iron Man episode. If Which is funny because I was the guy like giving all the dates back then, but I'm like, wait, what was that? <laughs> anyway, so so in either case, so you got the you got the precursor to Iron Man with his with his suit. He shoot raid beams from his from his suit. He could fly. It gave him protection from like massive explosions. He was supposed to be like one of the smartest men in the Marvel universe. All that other stuff. Yeah, super and strong. Top, all that. Yeah, shit. yeah. And on top of that, they give him the ability to like he, he create these robots that are exact replicas of him and his suit. Ooh called doom bots exact can vary from writer to writer sort of story but yeah yes they have his personality they like it can like if you don't destroy them and find out that hey look at all these wires and bits inside you think they're him because they look exactly like him yeah they they speak like him they 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 act like him they they have the same power sets they have like to the point where he actually is able to embed his personality into it and some of them actually believe that they're the real doom a lot of them do and actually yeah. do you know what really surprised me maybe they have done this and i just haven't heard about it or read it but how has marvel never done a storyline about how shield stole the idea for life final decoys from doom's doom bots was it stolen or was no, it no no that, that is the that's what the... I'm, I'm saying it wasn't stolen that's what i'm saying they've never done the storyline that is a natural storyline that they should do because doom was the pioneer of this and they should show fucking shield ripping doom off for his tech I want like a Venture Brothers style clone versus clone thing going on with us. Which I, clones? Um, I want a bunch of Doom bots versus a bunch of Life Model decoys. Well, like, I just, I, I, I just want an army of of Nick Fury versus an army of Doom bots. Okay, okay, they're Nick Fury Life Model <laughs> decoys. That, that like, was, that was. Are, are, we talking, are we talking Sam Jackson? Sam Jackson, Nick Fury? Or are we talking David Hasselhoff, Nick Fury? I'm talking about both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're starting to lose me on the life mail. So let's go back to Doctor Doom real quick. So he's um so so he's got Doom bots. He's got he's got basically uh, a precursor to Iron Man's power thanks to the suit. Uh, he has great technical abilities if he's able to set up time travel and stuff like that. So when exactly you know in in what year do they actually say okay yeah let's flesh this guy out. He's he's a good character. Uh, they don't just have a year. It takes a long time. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things where organically he was beginning to be written into more and more series. Mm. Um, he was more than just a villain for the Fantastic Four after a while. And then during the 80s is when he starts to kind of, they shifted him from being just this technological genius to start dabbling in magic. They did. So he steals the, the Silver Surfer's powers. Now, if you don't know who the Silver Surfer is, a really quick recap is he's that one silver dude who's running around naked <laughs> on a surfboard. Or you can just watch the Fantastic Four <laughs> too. Never would have pieced that together. <laughs> <laughs> or you could watch the terrible Fantastic Four: no, Rise of the no, Silver stop. Surfer. Shh, shh, wait, wait, wasn't he? He didn't say what? that. He didn't say that. Wasn't guys. Uh, wasn't you don't, you don't have to do that. Wasn't the Silver Surfer played by uh, Alan Tudyk? Whatever you say his last name. Yeah. No, Tudyk. Did he? I thought that was the voice. I think was he. I gotta go look I, that up. He might have been the voice. That sounds familiar. I, I got I'm, googling, I'm googling that right now. Googling right now. Give me one second. That has a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes, just so you guys are aware. That's how terrible that fucking movie is. Hey, that means it's better than one-third. That CGI looks like it's aged fabulously. Oh, it is. Oh. It's aged Listen, like milk. Captain America, <laughs> our, our current Captain America was Johnny Storm in that movie. Yeah, and we, we all Oh, that, crap. Right? It was Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, was it no, the voice? He wasn't Johnny Storm. No, the Silver Surfer. <laughs> I, I know. Fuck. Oh, man. Boy, did I screw well, that up. In a, 
in either case, so Doom steals the Silver Surfer's powers. Exactly, pretty much just like what happens in that movie. He steals his powers. Um, the, the power, power cosmic, cosmic, which is probably one of the more powerful kind of forces in the Marvel universe. The sources of power. It's probably it's, the most powerful. Is it? Why do they call all of the ethereal, like abstract beings of godlike power in Marvel the cosmic beings? Mm, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So he steals his powers for like a little while. Obviously, as as a jobber does, he and a villain <laughs> does. He yeah. he loses the powers eventually. Uh, he doesn't hold on to him for too long. But the idea of Doom actually taking people's powers and becoming stronger as a result uh, kind of stayed with the character. So it has. Yeah, so a little bit later on, they do the big uh, Secret Wars crossover, which uh, we've spoken about, I think, once or twice in yeah, the podcast. Yeah, the, the toy crossover. Yeah, the toy crossover, which is pretty much just <laughs> what can we do to sell more toys? Oh, let's make all our heroes fight each other in one place. Yeah, no. Also, also Spider Man has all these lines on his costume, like that webbing and shit. Like, that's hard. Let's get Die in black. <laughs> <laughs> Easier to paint for the toys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I absolutely love that story of, of Hasbro being like, yo, we need new action figures and you don't have any cartoons. Write us a fucking comic book, you nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not the only, look, I'm not going to get into it too much, but that is not the only uh, comic book line that was started as, to sell toys. Oh, like G.I. Joe's. By a long shot, like, that's not the only Exactly, but like, let's not get into that. So Secret Wars happens, and during Secret Wars, this kind of supreme being called the Beyonder. Yeah, it's almost like he was beyond things. Yes. He, <laughs> he kind of teleports all of these different heroes and villains onto uh, a place that he calls Battle World, and has them battle just kind of fight it out it's a battle royale pretty much <gasps> Ooh, dr doom takes his powers and kind of becomes a god for like a little while as well yeah so like, he's he, as he close tricks, to god as he yeah. can yeah he, he tricks the omnipotent omniscient being that's I mean, pretty that's hardcore to show you exactly yeah like, th that that's not me like going how stupid is this story that is me going <laughs> no this is doom no that's what doom does he tricked god a god, a god. Let's clarify, a god, because the Marvel universe has way too many. Okay, yeah, but the thing is, is when when I say gods, when I say god, he was god. Like I don't mean like Thor. Like, hey, I'm really strong. I can lift a mountain. No, I I mean like, hey, can can you do anything you want? Like, what do you mean? Like, can you snap your fingers and create a new universe? Yeah. Can you destroy that universe? Yeah, of course. Like, can I trick you into giving me your powers? <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Damn it! Sure. Duck season. Fire. He's like, hey, hey, Beyonder, what's your credit card number and social security? <laughs> that is essentially what happened, though. It's, it's hey, Beyonder, check happened. it out. Yeah. If you write down your social security number, it automatically becomes stars. <laughs> write it down and post yeah. it. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Victor Von Doom's just like, so Yahweh. Uh, let's have a talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yahweh, let's have a talk. Can you, can you give me the CSV number in the back of your credit card and the name of your favorite pet? <laughs> it turns out Yahweh's mom's name is Gertrude. Who would have thought? In, in any case, so this is during the 80s. So now the the 80s happen. He starts like they start writing him to be a bigger kind of villain. And it, it kind of that's kind of the status quo. Like he gets, starts getting written into new stuff. He starts mm -hmm. getting into not too much, but. It's not until like the 2000s that he starts to get like a bigger push into like the 
the main villainhood, if you will. I I, I agree, but it, I I just want to say that it was it was a slow but organic push. He continually got more important throughout the nineties as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he it, yeah he just grew to become like larger and larger part of the Marvel universe as a whole until people finally realized. And I think it's like in the nineties or late eighties that people realized, hey, is it just me or is like Doctor Doom like like just objectively the best supervillain and everyone's like yeah he's, he's like the supervillain every other supervillain aspires to be i mean that's that's kind of what stan lee and jack kirby had in mind when they created him they wanted him they, that's all they had this guy's gonna be a huge villain huge yes and it just became that like yeah he, during the 80s like we didn't have as many big crossovers like we had big crossovers don't get me wrong but they weren't like what we have now, like these big commercial crossovers that are like massive, just like, yeah. hey, we're going to cross over through all the comic lines and everything like that. Yeah. So if you we want to follow want your the series, money. read the yeah. main series, which is nine issues. It comes out every other week. And also read these 42 tie ins per week. We want your money. Yeah, pretty much. Give me your money. So in 2000, Mark Wade writes a, a small run. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So he wrote a storyline <laughs> called Unthinkable, which is uh kind of like where they they start to kind of aim Doom more towards to be like a like a legit just villain because at this point we've fleshed out the fact that he is like the ruler of Latveria, he's the the monarch of that country. Mm. He rules it well. The mighty mm. monarch. <laughs> and he gets a <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He, he, yeah, kind of, but yeah. he, he's a little more like I am the shit, and I really should be in charge. Just like even before they introduce the part we're going to get to later, it, it's more like I should be in charge because I am the best and I deserve it. Yeah, it's kind of what he does. He believes it too. Like he, this man actually believes his own hype. He is the hype, yes. if you will. Um, but just to kind of make a long story short so he they write this this issue unthinkable it's where he does kind of like what his one of his most heinous, heinous acts <laughs> is where he sacrifices first of all he forsakes technology like he decides he's not going to use technology anymore he's going to focus only on magic nope, fuck it don't like it anymore yeah don't like it anymore i'm just going to fucking do magic from now on and he creates um a suit of leather armor with the help of a trio of demons where he sacrifices his one true love to them and then makes her into a suit of leather that g update that ups his magical powers. That's fucking metal. So is he wearing that on top of his other suit of armor? No, no he just starts to wear that as regular. It, it, it's crafted to kind of like be like a leather version of his old armor, but he's just wearing the skin of his demon flayed love. That yeah. is gross. That is gross. Oh, so we'll we'll talk about a little bit more about why why that's so important after the break. But I think this is a good time where we can let the readers just kind of sink that in that this is a man who turned his one true love into a suit of armor for himself to advance his agenda because his agenda stands before all because doom stands before all. Doom is all, and doom will make right. Oh, I'm pretty sure the doom agenda is my new metal band. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back, guys. See, for my metal band, I was going to go with, uh, like, uh, you know, flayed skin armor. 
<laughs> Demon plates get armor. Thank I you. Was, I was I was going to say. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the uh, the first single of uh, Doom Agenda. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and we're back. All right, more Doctor Doom. So, what we know of him so far started his career as a early 1960s Silver Age jobber. Uh, 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 Silver Age legend. Uh, Doom is all. For two years, he was a Silver Age jobber before he made his way to legendary. <laughs> I love how we just like. There's no soul bad. <laughs> Cause, cause, Doug just fucking power bombed him, and he was like, "Nope." Just stood back. Because Doom no sells. There you go. <laughs> Doom has no need to sell. Doom has all. Doom claims all. Doom rules all. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Doom. Big bad from Latvia. From weight unknown. Height, Latveria. Latveria. Latvia. Height unknown. Weight unknown. <laughs> Uh, super suit. He gives him flying, uh, increased durability. He's able to knock people back in time. He has bots and, uh, yeah, tricked, uh, was it became silver surfer tricked the God and given up his powers and to top it all off some point in the early two thousands, he turns his girlfriend into a gimp suit. So there you go. <laughs> you know, I'm so bad because you're not wrong. All like that, 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 that was, all of that's correct. <laughs> Doom is unpleased. <laughs> But you are not technically incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So where do we go from here, Paolo? All right. So where do we go from here? (laughs) Like I said, the 2000s is where we finally start to getting a a much more fleshed out doom. Uh, No pun intended. Oh, Jesus. Obviously, they beat (laughs) Dr. Doom and his leather, his new leather suit, and they banish him to hell. Nice. Why would they do that, though? Because Doom could just like, well, get his way out he, i'll put it dope. like this the, the demons the demons took him the, okay? demons? the demons the demons that he worked to gain his magical powers for with they were just like oh we're gonna get banished looks like we're taking you with us oh uh, may, may i make one point good those poor demons well needless to say doom claw so and this is also at the point in time where um Ragnarok happens now. If you don't know what Ragnarok is, is the Twilight of the Gods, where or the the o- Odin, Thor, all the all the Marvel um, Viking gods, you know, bite the dust. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a cyclical nature of the Norse uh, pantheon uh, being destroyed and rebirthed. Yes, it, it's happened multiple times throughout history. Yes, so. Um, the only falls through like the cosmos, like that's Thor's hammer. It falls through the cosmos and it rips a hole through like various different uh universe, different universes and dimensions. And one of those universes is Earth and Hell. And Doom manages to claw his way back out. So he claws his way back out, and that's where we get like a probably at the at the time, Ed Brubaker was the writer that like you went to for really good stories. He he was a great writer. He is a good writer. Sorry, I, I don't know why I said was. He, no, no, he he's around. Uh, he hasn't written as much lately, but uh, at this time he writes the books of doom. Now, oh, the, so good. Wait, did yeah, you say books, Brubaker hasn't written anything recently? I, I don't. I, I haven't read anything by Brubaker lately. Have right, you? Doesn't he? Um, it's him. No, is, no, that's Matt uh, Fraction that writes. Sex wait, Grimo doesn't Grimo. he write the Hulk now? No. Why did I think that? Why did I think he wrote the Invincible Hulk or the no the Unkill? What's what, whatever the he's in Immortal now. Hulk. Well, he's Immortal Hulk. He's Immortal. I know Dave Brubeck wrote Take Five. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
no, you know the case. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking sex criminals, but that's Matt Fraction. No, that's Matt Fraction. Yeah. And Matt Fraction and Andrew Baker wrote Iron Fist, and it's really good. You should go read it. Oh, my God. That is so good. That's yeah. a really great book. You need to go read it. Also, that's related to Doom because Iron Fist worked with Luke Cage. Luke Cage back in the 70s beat up Doom over $200. Yeah. Nice. We'll, that, we'll, we will talk about that later. That is factually <laughs> accurate, but not the type that Doom approves of. <laughs> <laughs> so... Books of Doom is where we get an actual fleshed out origin story for Doom. Um, it really goes back and covers pretty much everything. You know, yeah. the the, the, the reason, yeah, from the reason that his mother uh, passed away, some of the more nuanced things about Doom, like the fact that he has an eidetic memory. It goes back in time and explains to us why, you know, it, what, what happened to his father, um, how Doom ended up in the United States, why he hates Reed Richards, why he blames Reed Richards for the thing for the explosion that happened that 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 oh it's important to add and one of the things that we forgot to mention Doom wears a mask over his face oh yeah this, this we tape. we don't technically know what's under Doom's face we've only heard Wait, stories what's under that his like face? I'm pretty sure <laughs> it's his fucking bone and under that is like his brain like well, his eyes I mean like so no technically the He's face human, right? of Doom the face of Doom is his mask how dare would it you? hurt if I okay. take off the mask well this <laughs> depends <laughs> on the take man that's the thing that's what Apollo's getting at shut your mouth listen to the herald of Doom <laughs> I like that yes so during the process of of <laughs> and different writers write it differently supposedly doom is horribly scarred under his mask baby from Maybe. that explosion from the cursed richards from the explosion caused by richards supposedly we don't know how fucked up his face actually is because he has it bandaged up and he doesn't want anybody to see it until the point in time where now we a lot of people say he just has like a small scar on his face yeah, that's man. it or like what they describe that happens in the books of doom is he works with these techno monks to create his, his suit of armor and in his you know folly and desire for hubris if you will yeah, hubris if you will exactly the idiot puts on <laughs> the mask before it's done cooling off and burns his face further smooth Fucking yeah dickhead. Look I, at him. I, I will say that that that's not from the books of doom but that is a take that has happened and one that i actually very much like just like, yeah just because imagine like this really handsome guy who's brilliant and perfect in almost every way except for his uh, megalomania and he gets like a tiny scar on his face and thinks he's ruined and then it's like i need to cover this monstrosity up give me a mask as soon as possible wait wait it's not cool to no ah! Please, no, no I need the mask. All I gotta say is when he's putting on the mask, please tell me the techno monks look like a bunch of uh, ravers from the late 90s. Man, oh, <laughs> no, man. They, they, they look like typical. Oh, man, I, I want but... that to be canon so bad. <laughs> I just want a bunch of like raving goth kids just with glow sticks around Doom as he puts his fucking armor on. <laughs> just neon and black lights. <laughs> It just it just, it just looks like Hot Topic threw up on the panel. He puts on his mask just as the drop of Darude Sandstorm hits. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it is the early 2000s, so I'm right. There you go. Yeah. 
Well, uh, what Books of Doom, what year did Books of Doom come out? Books of Doom came out in 2006. Okay, so it was just in a dubstep. Yeah, so it is. It, yeah, it's a dubstep. <laughs> it's fine. So you got dubstep playing in the background as he's putting his mask on for the first time. And he's like, ah, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah. His screams are right before the track. <laughs> all right so anyway the books of doom flesh out his backstory like they give us finally like what we are supposed to consider the definitive backstory Mm. uh unfortunately there's a twist at the end and i don't want to give away too much but it's left to the it's left up to the reader to decide kind of like whether or not this is true or this is not true yeah they present an entire narrative and they're like you can take what you want from this and what you believe to be true is true for you. Yeah. The reader. Like, that, that's uh. one of the reasons why I thought that, that book was so good. And it is, listen, if we don't give you guys a definitive reading list at the end of this, the takeaway you need to take from this is go read the books of doom. Books of doom is the most important series in the history of doom's lineage as a comic book character. Yes. Yes. Well, that and Secret Wars, kind both, of, but, bo- both yeah. Secret Wars. Yeah, both Secret. Well, we're gonna get into Secret Wars. So, like I said, Books of Doom fleshes out, you know, the fact that he worked for the American government, uh, the fact that Richard, like I said, he he had a rivalry with Richard from the very Reed beginning. Reed Richards, like, Mr. He, Fantastic, right? Yeah. Yes, Reed yeah. Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Exactly. Also, the fact that Doom uh, awarded himself his own doctors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he called himself a doctor because Reed Richards was a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> and no college wanted some weird metal face guy in their class. He could. He could like, well, it was 2006. He could have gone to an online university. <laughs> no, that's like he, he goes into hiding in these Tibetan fucking mountains for years, and like so, he reforges his armor. He balances his chi, whatever the fuck you do in temples. And so he's like, okay, I'm good. Let's uh, focus on the future. It's been three years of training. Let's uh, build some televisions. See what's going on in the world. So he built he builds himself like fifty televisions, broadcasting at once, Aussie India style. And uh, what he sees is a whole bunch of interviews with Doctor Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is really what happened. It is. Yeah. And the thing is, is like it just shows like the sound bites rattling around in Doom's brain, and it's like Reed Richards. Known in some scientific circles to possibly be the smartest man in the planet, if not the universe. Oh Do- my God! Doctor Reed, that... Reed Richards. Doctor Reed Richards. Doctor Reed Richards. Doctor Richards. Richards in a bunch. Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you What do you think is worth more? A doctorate you gave yourself from a fake country. Yeah. <laughs> It's a real country. It's a real country. Or, but... or, or, or a degree from DeVry. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that three out of the four of us went there. <laughs> I'm just... Hey, hey, if you guys had went to DeVry at Baria, like, you guys would be way ahead of where you are now. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking. Now, I'm just glad we're having this conversation because now I know if I ever go and get my medical checkup and it's Dr. Doom, I know that he's not a licensed doctor. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Listen, he can't prescribe you any type of medication, guys. <laughs> he can do everything else. He can't prescribe you he, medication. He can, de- he can develop, invent, and inject the medicine into you. 
He just cannot give you a legal prescription. <laughs> it will not stop him. I don't. I don't want. He will inject that medicine if I don't he wants think, to. I don't think I want pills from a metal-faced man. <laughs> you think you have a, You think you have a choice? <laughs> if Doom wants you to have those pills, you will have those pills. Or not? Not for nothing. Getting medical marijuana from Doctor Doom sounds pretty fucking awesome. That's why his cape is green. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just works the local dispensary. <laughs> ironically, bro, ironically. Bro, the fucking dictator lad very. <laughs> we got some real chronic up there, yo. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 what's very, man? Wait, what did I say? Uh like wait, wait. Who are you? Where am I? Like I don't know. My name's Mark. What's your name? Doom. <laughs> the the ironic part about the whole cape thing is like you actually even find out where he gets the cape from. Uh, yeah, you see, yes, yeah. You do. Like you find you find out where he gets the cape from. You find out the fact of you know how he falls in love with this girl Valeria, um, and that's an important name to mention because it kind of is one of his weird obsessions. Uh, it is, but uh, yeah, I see where you're going at. I'll save uh, it for later. It's in my yeah. memory bank, but it's kind. Of, it would be a weird tangent now. I'll, yeah. I, I will bring you back to where you're going for this. <laughs> well, well, that, that actually, that's exactly where I'm going with. So, Books of Doom comes out, and then they continue to flesh him out more and more. Um, he goes through a bunch of things, and then Sue Storm gets pregnant, and now for obviously the, for the yeah, second time. For the second time, this is it. well. Technically, that's just a, a third a, time. A third pregnancy. I, I I realized as soon as I said it, and yes. I felt sensitive. To a fictional um, character. <laughs> yes. So um, this is her third pregnancy. So she gives birth to... Uh, she has a... Um, uh, her first pregnancy is very difficult. She doesn't give birth to the baby. Um, stillborn. You know, Ooh. all that mess. Real sad. So then she gives birth to Franklin Richards, which is, for those of you who don't know, is... The most the future, powerful person be the in most, the entire universe. Pretty much. Like, he is uh at the age of like five able to create universes and pocket dimensions and stuff like that he is considered the omega of omega mutants. oh he's like the baby yeah. from incredibles yeah. sure oh, yeah. yeah but his baby has to go through really like a lot of racial shit because the thing is is that their baby is not just a mutant because they went through the radioactive fucking field oh, they yeah. actually the have... cosmic rays excuse you Sorry. <laughs> thank you actually <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to find the words. I blanked for a second. No, but uh, they're not just mutants in that sense. They actually have the X gene. Their children are mutants. At least one of them. At least Franklin. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least we don't know Valeria yet. But she hasn't developed any mutant powers. Uh, well. Oh, well. Sorry. Spoiler alert. No, no, no. It's not a spoiler. It's it's a debate. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You're right. Well, in either case, so. Then she gets pregnant to um, again for the third time. And by some here's the thing, by some difficult fucking time travel bullshit, uh, some shit like that. She's pregnant with her first pregnancy again. Her first? But yes. Not the craziest pregnancy story I've heard on this podcast. No, but it, no, it's not. I, I just forgotten. Yeah. So this is technically she is now rehaving her first pregnancy due to time travel bullshit reed is off somewhere they don't have help from reed and she's going through the same shit that she went through that first time again uh, um and I'm, go ahead i was gonna say i'm i'm asking i'm not trying to correct you like mm -hmm. wasn't reed there and couldn't he just not figure it out are you sure i thought johnny was the one who asked doom to help i 
think you might be right about who asked for help, but like I feel like Reed was there. I I don't want to. Now I'm blanking, and it I hate like you know being I, put listen, in a spot like that. But at the, at the, the point end, is, yeah, is that Doom saved the day. Yeah, do they actually go to Doctor Doom to get help with this 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 pregnancy? They don't want this child to die. Of course not. The the, and, the Fantastic Four are family above all else. Yes, and Doom agrees. With only one stipulation, one simple little caveat. All he wants is to be able to name the child. Mm-hmm. And so it's born a girl, and he names her Valeria. Like, I don't know. Mm. I, I think that's very altruistic, but at the same time, I feel like there's some kind of alternate motivation in there. Of course there is. His mortal enemy's daughter is named after him, the person that, like, has tried to ruin him and despises him. No, it, it, it is a victory flag, but also he feels genuine, genuine love for this girl. That's which is one of the more interesting parts of that that character. Like he yeah. treats her like, like a his own goddaughter. daughter. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, goddaughter's right too, though. But you, you're right. Like, like his own daughter, but also there is that distance. He treats her like a goddaughter. Yeah. No, and it's really it's really great to see the dynamic between the two of them because, as you know, you know, at, characters age quickly. You know, uh, Valeria. I think she's like twelve at this point, or like thirteen uh, at like, this point. She's like fourteen or fifteen. They Is she went. 14 or 15 they, now? they went through a time skip because of time dilation and right the post Secret Wars era. Right. I think Franklin's like eighteen now or something like that. Maybe I got. I, I haven't read. I haven't read the current. Wait, 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 in yeah, real so, life <laughs> um when you go near a black hole technically due to the pull of gravity uh oh, yeah, this. time itself moves different uh and the fantastic four are explorers so they've been all over the fucking place like they've been right. to black holes they've been through to other dimensions other galaxies uh, other, universes. Other, other universes because you know, yeah even more than actual science would present and, exactly yeah and that's basically just what happened in that sense is that Time is literally a interwoven with space and gravitational anomalies affected. So that's why time dilation is a real mm, thing. We proved it when we proved yeah. it when we made uh, GPS is a thing. Yeah, because uh, if we did not account for time dilation between the time that signals went from Earth to space to the satellites and from the satellites back to Earth, uh, GPS just wouldn't work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, fun fact. Yeah. The fun, layman's fun, guide to the multiverse. Hey, layman's guide to our universe in this sense. But yeah, there you go. A little fun fact. Yeah. Well, so he saves Valeria, treats her like a like a like a like a goddaughter to him. Mm -hmm. you know, they they have and, and not only that, but ironically enough, the kids actually take to Doom. Franklin and Valeria. Valeria mostly. Yeah, Valeria mostly. They kind of trust him in a really weird way. And and that's kind of where like he goes from being just this specific villain to being like a more fleshed out character where now you're seeing like more of his human side, not just the, the fucking face armor. That's true. Um, and to finish it out, we really have to talk about what happened after the sequel to secret wars or well, just the second secret wars, I guess. Secret yeah. Wars 2015. Be, well, that's, that's what I'm kind of building up to. Cause so now, you know, you've got doom as a fully fleshed out character as part of the fantastic four storyline, but at the same time, he's still a villain to like the rest uh, of the Marvel universe. Yeah. On top of the fact that he has, I'm sorry, go ahead, Doug. I was just say, uh, he's seen this villain to the rest of the universe who has not seen what the reader has been able to see, 
I threw out two storylines I want to talk about. Uh, mostly do more and also going into a storyline happened post 2015 secret wars but may i suggest a brief break and then we come back we talk about those final three things do wars secret wars 2015 and where doom's at now and after secret wars it sounds like a plan all right, this is the latest we'll guide to the multiverse, and we are dooming it up. <sighs> Memories make me want to go back there. Uh, uh. All right, and we're back again. Okay, so we have gone into more depth into his backstory, talked about Valeria. Um, yeah, so where do we go from here, guys? Africa. Oh, bless the rains <laughs> down in Africa. <laughs> I'm so mad. So hey, bad. hey, hey, hey. It is illegal to speak the national anthem. Of Latveria. I thought it was from a lounge down under. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong continent. It was licensed by Doom. <laughs> under Doom. Yeah. What because of Doom. What accent is this? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so Doom War. This is the comic book that introduced the concept that Doom is not a villain. I'm sorry, what is Doom, Paulo? A hero. You're close. The answer Doom, the Doom an- is the savior to all. Even closer. The answer is Doom is all. You mean the stuff I, I clean my is- bathroom with? Sometimes. I mean my, my laundry? So <laughs> so Doom has struggled since childhood to save his mother, who was a sorceress, who was trapped in hell. Don't you hate it when that happens? Uh do you know who hates it more? Ooh. Doom. Because uh it kind of stole his mother destroyed his life and also hey there's an ethereal like morally ambiguous like force that is in charge of torturing my mother for eternity so uh what will doom not abide paulo uh i don't remember what doom does not abide i don't think he abides anything to be honest with you uh doom abides nothing that interferes with doom and he will save his mother at all costs. Now, that was his motivation growing up. That caused the big accident with him and uh, Reed Richards. You know, that caused the accident that he blamed Reed Richards on. Where he tried to merge science and mysticism to save his mother from hell. From a demon that she made a pact with. That had doomed her soul and killed a bunch of innocent people. Doom goes to save her because I told you earlier, Doom's only loved two women in his life. Valeria and his mama. And his mama. Doom is the epitome of a mama's boy, let's be honest Not here. Not the mama. 
God, I hate you. <laughs> go ahead, Doug. Yeah, that also really ruined. I was going to go like he remembers his mother from the womb, and he said not the mama, and I'm just like, ah, oh, that made everything more distasteful somehow. <laughs> Uh, no, but th- that is how it works. Is Doom's mom dalliance with demons and has, you know? I don't know. Tell me more. I was going to say she has danced through the Infernal and created a life for herself, her family, and her offspring that is basically intertwined by damnation. Damn. Yeah. That's the root word. I gotcha. So, he goes to save his mother, and he does. He succeeds. But the thing is, Doom doesn't stop, and everyone kind of like, hey, wasn't that, hey, Victor, wasn't that your, like, goal? Like, your overriding, like, you know, life agenda? And he's like, no. And he's like, oh, well, shit, what is? Making humanity survive. Hmm, okay. So he's like, okay, how do you do that? <laughs> By being Doom. He's going to save and... humanity with a name like Doom. That's that's the point, man. That's what he wants to do. Doom. Doom's motivations are to be pretty much everything. Yeah. Like he, wants to be, he wants to be humanity's savior. He believes he's the only one who can do it. He's pretty much all about just being everything that humanity needs and nothing more yeah and, and nothing less nothing less yeah not less is the better better word to use yeah um, so what what happens in doom wars doug um, that, that sets this up okay so there is a regional political conflict of resources between latveria and wakanda wakanda being one of the most technologically advanced nations on earth if not the and also being the most resource-rich uh, country in the world because of their huge stockpile of vibranium. And Doom's like, eh, with that vibranium, I could do a lot of shit. <laughs> I can get a lot of things done. Mm-hmm. I can make a lot of Legos out of these. But it's all about the Legos. The <laughs> thing is, is unlike most other heroes... Black Panther also has a history in science and magic. Does he have a science and magic? I didn't realize that. It, he talks to a panther ghost uh, and is fine, powered fine, by technology. Like, fine. I'm sorry. Like, how do you not get that? That fine, is fine. That's that's very specific. Yeah, I'm like, he is the most specific example of science and supernatural blending. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paulo. That's, that's a disappointment. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right, we'll get over this. We'll talk about this in council. Anyway, so uh, Doom enacts a plan. Enacts a plan where he deals with you know, like okay, so I've already decided what this is going to happen. How do I make it happen fluidly? And he goes into international negotiations with uh, T'Challa, Black Panther, and. He basically is just doing this as a facade, a political facade, to keep him busy and keep him distracted so that he can break into Wakanda's vibranium stores. And vibranium in Wakanda has a three-lock mechanism. 
I don't remember what the first lock is, is but it's technological and something that Doom is just like done. Whatever. Yeah. It's fine. I can do this. The second lock was something that required like some masterpiece of lock picking, finesse, knowledge, and agility. And I'm a little questionable with this, but they decided to give that to Storm because Storm uh, Aurora Monroe was married to Black Panther at the time. That's right. And that she was, was the thing. She was yeah. Queen of Wakanda. She was Queen of Wakanda. And they decided to give that to her. And uh, Doom threatened her with, obviously, things she couldn't you know, live with. And she agreed to help him. And she picked the second of the three major locks. I'm I still not quite sure how it worked, but something that Doom couldn't do, she could do. So Doom's just like Doom can't not do anything. Uh, I can do this if I just use her. <laughs> so that's what happened. The third test, though, was a test with the Panther God, the God that gives Black Panther his powers. Uh, the Black Panther being a regional, uh, not regional, a mantle that is passed down. Throughout the ages, you know, from generation to generation. Uh, the Panther God is a real mystical being. And the third lock to the vault was to present yourself naked to the Panther God. And naked not just meant literal, but also metaphorical. Like, give up pretensions, bear your soul to the Panther God. And if the Panther God saw that you were genuine, he could not stop you. And that was the final defense mechanism on Wakanda's vibranium deposits. And what Doom showed the Panther God was that Doom has spent his life looking into the future, trying to anticipate possible futures, and realize that he has viewed thousands of futures. And the only future in which he did not see mankind going extinct was the future in which he enacted global dictatorialship upon the globe and that was the one reality in which humanity survived and the panther god searched his soul and, and went well fuck this guy's telling the truth this, this guy's all he, about that yeah. Yeah, he, yeah yeah this is what he saw this guy believes this shit well that was my job he proved the test. He's being real. It's done and done. Uh, fuck you, T'Challa. You want to predict? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. If uh, if you want to predict this medal, you better get your ass over here, cause uh, he' about to walk away with it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that, that that Doom is like, yo, I want to do something globally on a global scale, and the Panthers like, yup, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what happened. I mean, that's just, it's just part of like what happens in that story, but that's just like one of those big examples of why yeah. Doom is such a fucking interesting character. Yeah. I would go as far as to say he's pretty metal. He's, well, a, I mean, he's a bad, interesting ass character. We're going to talk. There's one more topic I want to bring up, and it's, it's kind of what, what has happened recently. Um, so, uh, 2015 they decided they were going to revisit a secret wars crossover um and at this point what they've done it was done by jonathan hickman and they the lead into this is that the marvel multiverse is falling apart 
it's collapsing in on itself like different convergence yeah convergence a lot of that's a dc term sir uh, <laughs> they they both use the term but then dc used it as a title and marvel's like okay well no, that's fine uh, yeah, we're, we're, we'll figure out another way yeah there. so <laughs> they they all the marvel universes um kind of all the more different marvel multiverses collapse in on each other no it's a different and, marvel universe but the multiverse yes. is at the different Fine. 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 Edward. Edward. I'm, saying. I'm saying words. Edward. Yeah. Get it so right. Doom, fucking Claude. Doom figures out, all right, you know what? <laughs> I am the only fucking person who can do this, who can fix this problem, who can save everyone. He convinces, he does his research, figures out that the Molecule Man exists in every single one of these multiverses, <laughs> and what they're doing is he's exploding to destroy each multiverse. Universe, so what he, Jesus Christ. Whatever. Not <laughs> whatever. Get it right, God. In You're both case, right. Fucking nerd. Right. Uh, <laughs> You're both nerds. It's amazing. I love he you convinces, both. He convinces the Molecule Man and Doctor Strange to help him take the Beyonder's powers again. Well, not really the Beyonder's, but these are like the race of people that the beyonder comes from the beyonders if you will oh. yeah but i think they're all shown to be roughly equivalent beyond the east these are like the these are the gods of the gods he takes their powers and the motherfucker recreates reality like he takes everything that he can save from the different multiverses and puts it universe into one Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it into one place calls it battle world and rules over it as with an iron fist well no the way he calls himself he calls himself god emperor doom now albeit it is an incredibly fucking presumptuous name just fucking i'm sorry as fuck. i'm sorry paulo do you mean a fitting name <laughs> <laughs> fine Fit well i mean at this point he is exactly he is god in that universe like he nothing can can, can fight him nothing can face him um, except the heroes that survived the explosion of the multiverse and crash into Battleworld. And even that's I want to refer to even that's Presidente Doom. God Emperor's like a little <laughs> at the top, I think. Well, at this point, listen, at this point, he's got this really sweet looking like white and silver suit. His suit, his armor is now like silver and his, his cloak is white. Ooh, nice. It looks it, really fucking nice. It actually but, like, does look really nice. It looks really fucking <laughs> cool if you look it up. Um, but needless what to say, happening? like, someone's got a bag of chips. Going I think. On. Yes. Well, in either case, so doom rules over it with an iron fist. He's got Dr. Strange as his like sheriff, like his in command. He's got the <laughs> Thor corpse He's got as like his police, as his police force. Like he, he Have pretty much saved his. And have Go you ahead. seen Doctor Strange's mustache? Of course he's the sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Stevie Weird over there. Look at <laughs> Stevie. Stevie Weird. Case, I like like he has this he has this massive showdown where he ends up like they they the heroes who survive, like they think Doom is like just kind of taking over the reality. And like one of the main heroes who survives is, is Reed Richards. Um, but his family is now with doom so like susan is doom's wife the kids are um, are doom's kids doom's kids <laughs> and johnny storm and the thing are johnny storm is the son for for uh battle world and um if i remember correctly the thing is the wall that protects 
uh, pretty much the the regular area of Battleworld from the um, Marvel zombies that are living on their side of Doomworld, so of to the speak. wall. Yeah, of the wall. Really ridiculous storyline. Another recommended read because it, it it kind of puts Marvel into where it's at now. Um, but it also showcases like the 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 the, the level of ridiculous that doom is he's he's supposed to start as a fantastic four villain and now this guy is fucking god emperor of what's left of the marvel multiverse with all the powers of a god t'challa goes to fight him okay t'challa goes to fight him with an infinity gauntlet no t'challa black panther obviously and he goes to fight him with infinity gauntlet and doom's just like what the fuck are you doing that's a fucking toy here. I'm God, and you can't do anything with that to me. Dang. And he proceeds to beat the shit out of him. Just fucking pounds him into the ground. And to, But the problem was, it was all a fucking uh, distraction so that Reed could get to the Molecule Man and try to convince the Molecule Man that, hey, you know what? Maybe I could have done this better. And then they have their final showdown where the Molecule Man is just like, you know what? All right, fine. Let's see who can do it better. And he depowers Dr. Doom. And so now Doom is just fighting as Doom versus Reed Richards. And that's not quite what happened. Well, no, he depowers him. so that they No, he does. Other. But no, he depowers him because of what Doom says during the fight. Oh, no, 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 no. He depowered him before. So... They were, I, I re I only, and the only reason I know is because I reread it recently because I wanted to have it fresh in my mind for this. Um, they have a conversation where they need to decide whether who could have done it better, like who could have done it better. Yeah, that that's what it is. So he convinces the Molecule Man is convinced, he's like, All right, you know what? Let's see who can do it better. So he depowers Doom, and they and Doom and Richards throw down mano a mano, stretch Armstrong to man in an iron suit, and the problem is Richards can't beat him. Doom beats himself by admitting that he thinks that Reed could have done it better. Oh, yep. And so the Molecule Man is just like, fine. Gives the powers all to Reed. Reed fixes everything. But what Reed does is he fixes Doom's face. So he fixes Doom's face and leaves him. Like the end, the last panel is you actually see Doom taking off his mask back in Latvarium. Mm -hmm. And he's handsome again. That's a very, um, the journey wasn't uh, the trip. It was the friends we made along the way. Sort of. Yeah, sort of. kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I like, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like, there's a lot more that happens. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot yeah. more that goes into that. I, we gave you the, the too long didn't read version because this is just an, another example of, of why Doom could be such an interesting fucking villain for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, that and I like to imagine to say, the techno people put a little plate over his butt for the whole Ant-Man <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> Doom well, is an ant for your antics. Oh, Jesus. in either case, so like that brings us that brings us to where Doom is now in the comics, where he actually for a little while took over the mantle of Iron Man from Tony Stark while Tony Stark was in a um, in a coma, healing coma, and, yeah, <laughs> healing coma. Where where else have we heard that? Nowhere, absolutely nowhere. I think uh, Power Rangers. 
Green yes. Ranger. Oh, clearly. isn't isn't that what happened to Roseanne after she uh, OD'd on opiates? <laughs> <laughs> she goes into a healing coma and, and, and then is back on the Connors, right? Oh, oh man, she, she never recovered. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, Doom is a much more interesting character than Roseanne. <laughs> 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 you know what? I don't care as long as six. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go into my homepage. Look, I'm just Doom is a much more interesting character. <laughs> Look, then Rose. How, how, how about Ro- Roseanne? Uh, quote apostrophe. Paulo Paulo Bettencourt. Bettencourt, 2019. <laughs> That's his stance when he runs. How, how how about how about this? How about we meet a middle ground? How about uh, they just reshoot all the original episodes of Roseanne, but John Goodman is wearing dressed up like Doctor Doom the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so Wait, dumb. was he so not? <laughs> so, like I said, the, the I think my closing argument in all of this is just to kind of recap. And you guys have seen some of the ridiculous stuff that Doom has been through. Um, the ridiculous things that he has done and the fact that he is one of the biggest bads in the Marvel continuity and he's just a human just drives a dude. me insane like he's just a dude in an iron suit who does magic <laughs> he's just a, a man mu- in an iron mask never say just with doom like I feel like we could really we could really actually have a character that you can have span through multiple movies a villain that you can have that is a buildup to something big at the end that where you actually see him do things in the movies as opposed to Thanos, who was just like, I'm going to sit in a chair and smile. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to grab a gauntlet. I'm going to say I do things my way now. No, you're so right. Uh, Doom is a perfect third act. Okay. Thanos, act one. Uh, Scrolls, act two. You know, infiltration. Who can I trust? Etc. Etc. Act three, Doom comes in, solves the problem in Act two, figures out how to identify all the scrolls and shapeshifters. Public interest starts to lean towards him. Bam, he appears to the public to be the hero, but the vill- uh, the heroes know he's the villain, and they have to figure out how to undermine him. That is a whole cinematic arc. Yeah, that could work. I can see it. I can see it. I mean, like I said, in closing, just give Doom a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. That is the single funny thing we've ever said on this show, and I stand by that. If you have questions, a topic you would like us to cover, or wish to simply tell us all the facts we screwed up, feel free to contact us at layman's guide to the multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit our website at layman's guide to the multiverse.com. Our intro music is Dance Rocket, off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane and is licensed under an Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off HTTP 
colons forward slash forward slash freemusicarchive.org. Our intermission music is Crinoline Dreams by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash. And our outro music is Miami Nights Extended Theme, also by Kevin McLeod off IncomTech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash. Thank you.